the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God is changing the hearts in this world and calling the church through the power of the Holy Spirit. The atmosphere is delicate. The child of God must seek him for revelation power. Revelation gives you insight, wisdom, and discernment far beyond our natural years. Revelation allows you to see into the spirit realm. God is calling those whose eyes of their understanding is open. And they see not only with their natural eyes, but they see with their spiritual eyes. Today, God is calling every child of his to come under his divine providence. This means obey my voice, draw closer to me, release the world and enter into your divine destiny. God has hit the reset button and he's calling the church. He is rallying his forces. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Exodus fifteen three. God is arising. We must praise him as our strength and our song. But remember that he is a man of war. Psalms 12 and 5. For the oppression of the poor, for the sign of the needy. Now will I arise, saith the Lord. I will put him in safety from him that puffeth at him. This is the time where God reveals his plans and his purpose for our lives. Many who have struggled with their divine purpose and they're wondering the plan for their lives. Does God still have a purpose for my life? Is there a plan for my life that still exists? Well, God is about to answer you. God still has a plan and a purpose for your life. God doesn't do anything without a purpose and a plan. He is very strategic. He's a man of war. Whatever he allows has a divine purpose. This is the time that I call the time of entrance. The spirit of the Lord is about to enter the scene with such a great magnitude of power. Nothing will be able to assault the divine plan that he is putting in motion. This season is preparation 
for every child of God to walk in revelation power. As God is rallying his forces, he is saying, all who will obey my voice, I will reveal myself unto them. I will visit them with favor. Isaiah 45, two to three. I will go before you. I will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel who summons you by name. God is summoning his people. The Lord does not always come sweetly. He will visit the earth with judgment. And now is the time to move out of the master's way. Revelation says this. Then I saw the heavens opened and a white horse was standing there. The rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood and his title was the word of God. The armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When I was younger, the older members of the church used to say, God sits high and he looks low upon the earth. He sees everything. This was a reminder to those who do evil that never do they get away with anything. God is a man of war and the Lord is his name. He defends the oppressed and the brokenhearted. This is the call to the church. Hebrews 15 and 37. You need to persevere. So that after you have done the will of the Lord, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will take no pleasure in him. That's what God is saying to the church. You must persevere. You must persevere by faith. And if you shrink back or backslide, he says, I'll take no pleasure in you. God is calling his family, the church to come unto him. The world is against God and we just have to face it. I was working in the office one day and at this time I had my own business. and It was going really well and I would spend my lunchtime, you know, praying and seeking God and not stressing out about business at all. The Lord had the business under control and I would take that time to be with the Lord. And the more I took time with God, the more the business prospered. But I want to tell you something. I was in my office one day and the Lord just opened the spirit realm. I mean, he opened it. I could not see, but I could hear right then. God opened the spirit realm. And when he opened it, I could hear people shouting. They were screaming to the top of their lungs. Now, remember, I'm not seeing anything. I am only hearing at this point. And the people were saying, we don't want it. We don't want the Bible. We don't care about it. We don't care what the Bible says. Get it out of here. We don't want the Bible anymore. We don't care what the Bible says. They were shouting and shouting. Friends of the Lord, 
This day is coming when the people will shout those very words. We don't care what the Bible says. I heard it as clear as day. The world is constantly challenging the rules of God and the ways of the Lord to strike down God's word. I'm telling you, the day will come when we will hear many shouting. They don't want anything to do with the Bible. Get it out of here. We don't care what the Bible says. That day is on the rise. Psalms 2.2. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains and cast away their cords. The world rejects God, but God is calling all who will enter the kingdom unto itself. He is rallying his forces to overtake the enemy. God delights in victory. He is a man of war. The wicked scheme against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs. He sees that their day is coming. The wicked have drawn their sword and bent their bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. Psalms 37 and 13. God is about to pass judgment and it is already in progress. But the church, but the church is going to come out of this on the other side. Though we appear as the Israelites at the Red Sea, trapped, the army of the Pharaoh's army behind us, the pandemic pushing in, economic crisis chasing us down. And though we appear at the Red Sea, there is nowhere to turn, can't go to the right or to the left. We're at the edge wanting to cross over. And instead of dry land, there is the sea, something impossible. God has to do something to help us. Well, God has never left you nor forsaken you. When the Israelites got to the Red Sea, we know what happened. Moses raised his staff and the waters were parted and they went across as dry land. I'm telling you today that God is about to part the Red Sea for the church. He has neither left nor forsaken. Today, he says, would a woman forget the child that she has nursed? Surely she would not. Neither have I forgotten you. See, I've written your name on the palm of my hand. In the midst of our trying circumstance, God is going to prevail for the church. He is going to part the Red Sea and we're going to come out on the other side of this. God is calling his children to an intimate relationship, a place of communion. He's saying, stay under my wing, stay under the wing of the almighty and you will be protected during this pandemic economic crisis come what may the spirit of the Lord is going to prevail for you why why I hear you asking that question why is it time for communion at a time like this because God is calling his people to a profound relationship a relationship that brings revelation power one of Paul's most powerful prayers and important prayers for the church was the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. As many old systems in the world, they are being replaced. God is rebuilding the church. The church system will be new in the days to come. It is a new church. God wants you to rise up in power, defeating Satan, pulling down strongholds and setting the captives free to hear the voice of the Lord. We must walk 
as God has instructed us, not rebelling against his spirit. Jesus did everything by the book. Every word that was prophesied about him was fulfilled because he walked in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. He followed the way of the Lord and God gave him divine authority. And that same authority has been transferred to you. When we walk in the will and the way of the Lord, we are governed by his divine providence and his provision and his protection reigns over us. God is calling his people to a place of humility, purity, and holiness. Today, the Lord is saying there are three principles that the church has left off. Faith, holiness, and obedience. When we walk according to the spirit and not the flesh, God uses us to pray powerful prayers that bring mighty results. Maybe you've been praying for a long time and not seeing results. Well, God is looking for the intercessor right now that he can empower the child who will obey his voice. The one that is willing to stand between heaven and earth. And they will say "Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's looking for the great negotiators, the negotiators between the heavens, heavenly realms and the earth. Jesus walked in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Everything that he needed was supplied. If we begin to walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter. Pandemic, economic crisis, social unrest. God will provide all of your needs according to his riches and glory. My God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 and 19. Without God, the heavens would close in the days for our provisions. Without the mercy of God in the midst of the crisis, God is going to provide for the church. Mark my word, you're going to see it. The church is going to rise up and reign through Christ Jesus. Keep your eyes on God's servants. He is going to provide, protect, supply, and sustain all of their needs. The Bible states this. You might say in your heart, the power and the strength of my hands has made this wealth for me. But remember, that is the Lord your God who gives you the power to gain strength in order to confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. If you ever forget the Lord your God and go after other gods to worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely perish. That is the word of the Lord. No, no, no. Let him supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. We aren't falling down under depression, oppression, worry, doubt, call. fear. There's not a pandemic in heaven or by calling in God's sight. In God's sight in heaven, there is no limitation. We aren't falling down under depression, oppression, worry, doubt, fear. There is no pandemic in heaven. There is no economic crisis. And there is none on earth that God cannot handle. Satan wants you to forget how great your God is and give up. Inside of you is God's size faith. It was given to you. It was prepared for you on Calvary. God extended his hand to all who would come unto him 
through his sacrifice. That day on Golgotha, the earth made a shift and the Holy of Holies opened unto you, child of God. When the veil was rent, it was God saying, enter in. The church has left off holiness and faith. God is calling us to be holy as he is holy. Why? Because he just wants a bunch of good little kids? No. That's how he empowers you. Jesus walked in a state of holiness. He walked in a state of obedience. He walked in a state of faith. And because he did, his prayers brought powerful results. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Leviticus 11.44 I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourself, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Galatians five nineteen to 21. When you follow the desires of your sinful flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful desires, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, Outburst of anger, selfish ambition, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians five nineteen to 21. God is calling the church to walk upright before him. Then miracles, signs, and wonders follow those who believe. God wants you to be victorious. Galatians 5, 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Cry out to God. God wants to use you. He's looking for the intercessor that knows how to intercede between earth and the levels of heaven, the realms of heaven. He is looking for that one. And in order to be able to intercede in prayer and to see results for your family, for your marriage, for your children, for your community, for our nation, God is looking for the one who will obey his voice. And we have to cry out as God is rallying his forces. He's saying, be holy as I am holy. Well, the world has gotten in and now it's time that the child of God kicked the world out. We have to cry out to God in this reset time, this restart time. Lord, purge me of all unrighteousness. Enlighten my mind. Lord, change me. Renew me with the right spirit. Father, make me a prayer warrior and an intercessor that intercedes between heaven and earth. Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. The only way you are truly going to be able to wage war in the spirit realm and win, pulling down strongholds, crushing the plans of the enemy, destroying his strategies. The only way you will be able to do it is to walk in the fullness of God, walk in purity, 
humbling ourselves as we begin to walk with a pure heart, refusing to become angry, refusing to be resentful, bitter, and full of doubt and worry. This is the major step that the child of God must take to begin the victory walk and take the enemy's territory from him. Align ourselves with the Spirit of God. Lord, give me your spirit. Lord, give me your righteousness. Lord, give me your peace. And finally, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. When you begin to pray like this, you begin to align yourself with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, I can write 50 books on prayer, prayer principles, how to pray powerful prayers, how to live a prayerful life. I can write books that fill libraries, but nothing is going to teach you prayer. No book, no person in the flesh can teach prayer. There is only one teacher of prayer, and that is the Holy Spirit. There is none other. He is the great teacher when we really want to know how to pray powerful prayers. We must align ourselves with the great teacher. He will fill you with his spirit. He'll put the word of God in your mouth with fire. And when you speak and you pray unto the father, your prayers will bring mighty powerful results. Today, ask God, Lord, purge me of all unrighteousness. Anything that is unlike you, Lord, Empty my spirit, Lord. Empty it out of me, Lord. Empty it out of my soul. Lord, anything in me that does not agree with your word, anything that is unlike you, Father, purge me, for he cannot put new wine in old skins. And so this is a time of revelation power. This is a time of purging to be able to see in the spirit realm, to be able to stand between heaven and earth and to be a true intercessor. God has to purge the intercessor. We have to be able to let go of the world. You have to take the limitations off of God. You cannot do it with your natural mind. The only way to do that is by the spirit of the Lord. God will lay his hands on you. You might even feel a physical hand being laid on you when you pray like this. This is the presence of the Holy Spirit making himself evident in your life. Align yourselves with God. Walk in a spirit of purity, transparent and loving kindness, refusing to be angry, refusing to take violent action, refusing to call names, refusing to be bitter, refusing to be selfish, refusing to be self-centered, refusing to walk in pride in order to align ourselves with the Holy Spirit. We must walk with the spirit of the Lord and we cannot do that on our own. There is no need to try to be holy. There is no need to try to be pure. There is no need to try to be righteousness because of ourself. We can do nothing without God for there is no life outside of Christ in order to live a spirit filled life and to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We must align ourselves with the great teacher. And when we do, our prayers will rise up and do mighty things in this world. The miracles, signs, and wonders that are following you, instead of it following us, they get out front and they do miraculous things when we pray. 
Remember these four points. Lord, give me your spirit that when I pray for someone, your presence engulfs them. Lord, give me your righteousness, Lord, that my judgments, my decisions are right, fair and just. Lord, give me your peace, the peace that passes all understanding. And finally, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer that when I pray, the prayers that I pray shake the nation and the nations of the world. If one man can pray and affect an entire nation as Daniel prayed, then any one of us can pray and affect the nation that we live in, influence the decisions that are made through the spirit realm. If we would just align ourselves in a spirit of holiness, allowing God to pour in his spirit and to empty us of old wine and pour in new wine, we'll begin to walk in a new place with God. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.